Greetings. My name is Mike Chisholm. I am the host of HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. Um, man, I'm happy to be here today. Uh, once again, coming out to the airwaves. It is an exciting time in the life cycle of He Changed It, the uh, culture changing application that is being built uh, for men's mental health. And the reason that I am the, the, uh, the face of it is because I am the husband of the CEO and creator of He Changed It. It is a very fun place to be. Sometimes it's a very stressful place to be when you are the uh, husband of a tech founder who is uh, breaking new ground, creating new technology. But boy, is it ever a fun ride. We're having a lot of fun. We're about two weeks into beta testing now two to three weeks kind of thing. I'm um, getting the nod. Yeah. Um, and it's going very, very well. We're excited about where he changed it uh, is right now because there was a couple years of research and hard work to get us to the place that we're at right now where there actually is a beta product in many people's hands. If you would like your hands to be one of those, those sets that have uh, he changed it on your device, please go to he changed it.com. Apple, Android, we will take you both on and uh, come on into the uh, to the He Changed It community and uh, give us a beta test. We would love that. Throughout this process, we have a list of people who we wanted to have onto the podcast and we knew that that list would be interrupted by other people who um, jumped into the He Changed It world and saw what it is that we were doing and then they jumped up and down and said, I want to be uh, someone who contributes and... Uh, those are going to be friends that we that we have that do this, and strangers. And we have a friend today. Um, I've known Bib Battelle for oh man, I want to say at least a decade, probably even longer. We met uh, working for the same financial firm, um, but uh, and and maybe he can tell maybe he can tell you his first memory of me. My first memory of him was at a Boston Pizza, uh, which is a fr uh, a franchise up here in Canada, amazing franchise. And we hung out after a, after a corporate event. And we just got to know each other really, really well. And, and, and um, it's one of, those, one of those relationships where you, you just get to know somebody and suddenly, um, like, like lightning striking and you're just forever friends. Bib can go away for a long time and I don't see him for a long time. And the moment we see each other, it's like no time has passed and all we do is catch up. Bib Battelle, thank you so much for um, being an early adopter, an alpha consumer, if you will, of He Changed It. Thank you for everything that you're doing to help us build this thing. And thank you for saying that you want to uh, hang out with me on the podcast. This is a good excuse to hang out. Hey, buddy. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for that. But I actually thought I'd be hanging out with Candace. So I get that a lot. Uh, I get that it's a lot. all good. You yeah. come a very close second, my friend. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be any part of this. Oh, so thanks. I, uh, I got my PCAST. You, you got the He Changed It app? I got, oh, yes. Sorry, I got the heat cast right there. Yeah. I'm looking, to, it's the next thing I'm going to be using. No, <laughs> this app is amazing. So thank you for the kind words. It's, it's the feelings mutual. Um, yeah, we did meet at this financial company. And I remember uh, both you and Candace, I called, I got a promotion and I called you guys. Uh, you weren't affiliated with me or in any way, but I called you guys to let you know I got the promotion and you guys were cheering. I could just hear you cheering on the phone. Aww. Spirits that you lifted in me basically just let me know. Like I, after that moment, I'm like, anything you guys need help on, I will come running. Oh so, my man! Where I might not, we might not always be communicating, but you know, the power of social media. I'm always yes. checking in, and 
you and yeah. I kind of fell uh, bonded over our love of wrestling. Yes, that's right. And then it's it's just been magic since. So proud to be privileged <laughs> to be on here. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's cool. I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the 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 W word. Um, we haven't on this podcast yet. Uh, gone into any really of my story or anything like that and sometimes little details kind of peel out uh with our guests and i think you might be the first one to reference pro wrestling yes i have a um <laughs> I, I i'm one of those guys that could actually go to a party and, and they're like hey so what do you do what are some of the your hobbies or interests and i can say well i've got a pro wrestling promotion yeah and, and one of two things usually happens uh people will just kind of slowly go oh yeah and they'll back away um, or, but you know, if there's 10 people in a room, you'll have nine of them do that. And then you'll have one person go, wait, you, what, what are you talking about? And they'll ask me a bunch of questions about the pro wrestling. So yeah, we've got that in common. Um, and the next time that we have an event, uh, I have a charity professional wrestling promotion that I'm a co-founder of. And, and, and the next time we have an event, Bib Patel, you're in the front row. Um, can't <laughs> wait for that. I, uh, I, I think one of the reasons why you and I have, have, have bonded the way that we have is that, um, both of us both of us really do appreciate our families um, mm -hmm. and, and, and being the best us that we can be. That's something that we've always uh, tried to do, whether it's through personal development, through, um, you know, through a personal conviction or a faith, that kind of a thing. And, and I think we've always kind of, uh, we, we've always marched to the same drummer um, in that regard. Would you agree with all that? Absolutely. hundred percent. I think you and I, uh, the thing I, I like about you, because it's a reflection on me to a certain extent, is, <laughs> you know, the heat change that app is really kind of changing a norm uh, about male culture as well. Right. right. And, and, and before coming on here, it's like, well, what are we going to be talking about? Probably the app and stuff. And one thing that came to my mind is, like, what is the new definition of a man? Right. Right. right from way back when and, and us growing up. Yeah. And the settings that we were in, I grew up with two older brothers. Yep. And, and, you know, very loving family. We all super close, but there was that competitiveness, that manliness sure. that had to be there. And I remember it just was so much effort and, you know, the, the cliches of the alpha male and all that kind of jazz. And then right. I got into this relationship with this amazing girl who basically just said, just be you. Yeah. And it was, it was a comforting thought. And then surrounding myself with amazing people that let me just be that. I didn't have to, you know, every time we met arm wrestle, um, yes. I could be, you know, I can just be who I want to be. I could be somebody who just wanted to put a positive mark. Right. Yeah. And, and with, you know, the side bed of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> in there, but that's also come from an upbringing where my brothers and my father and I would bond over wrestling. So. I watched so it with my grandpa. My grandpa was yeah. the one that uh, got me into it. I'd go over there and hang out with them. And Saturday Saturday afternoons, he'd he'd sit down on the couch with me, and we'd watch Stampede Wrestling, and then we'd watch Maple Leaf Wrestling, which was which was a World yeah. Wrestling Federation. And you do you bond over that stuff, um, and 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 that's what men. I, I think that that many times can be, you know, men's sweet spot. You talk about changing the definition of of what it means to be a man, um, and and I don't know that in our lifetime, we're the same age. We're both the double mm -hmm. fours. And, and, and I don't think in our lifetimes we've ever seen a time where the definition of, of what a man is has been so, I don't even think contested or, or, or it's, it's, it's in, um, it's in motion right now. 
And I think there are stereotypes. When, when you say changing the definition of, of what a man is, what does that mean to you? What's off the, off the cuff? What is that? Uh, what comes to your mind when you hear that? I don't, so it's not so necessarily even changing it. It's just expanding on it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to say, oh, if you're somebody that's into trucks and, you know, guns and this and that, you're, well, that's not what a man's about. And right. It doesn't matter. It's really just being your truest self. At the end of it, you, you really just be whoever you want as long as you're not imposing on someone else to be that person. Yeah. Right. So we moved uh, to this wonderful place called the Okanagan a couple of years ago, away from the big city life. Yeah. Slow down life. And one of the reasons to slow down life was to be more of a family. So for me, being a man is just as much as sitting after work having a beer. Uh, as much as it is, uh, you know, I don't know, playing online, whatever video games my seven-year-old daughter needs to, right, to cleaning, to doing the housework, to doing what it is to be supportive of our family and be this unit. There's a responsibility in being part of, uh, I don't want to even say a man in that regard, just being part. Right. Right. So do I have to do the heavy lifting sometimes? Yes. Right, figuratively and literally, absolutely. So it's really (laughs) you show up to do your part. Now I'll give you a story. Um, My daughter had to give uh, get some dental surgery Mm -hmm. um, done, and so me and my wife, I took the day off work. She took the day off work. We we took her to the dental surgeon, Mm -hmm. and these are where kids go in for surgery. So it's kind of a little tense in there, right? My daughter's going to be put under. There's this other couple in there, and their their daughter was also going to be having some surgery done. And the mom's trying to talk to the guy, and the guy's like, "Well, this is your thing." And I'm just like, "Hang on here." And and he's like, "All you know, you you arrange this. All I want to do is go home and sit on the patio and drink beer." And in the back of my head, I'm like, "You jackass! Right. <laughs> like, are you right. kidding me?" And as macho as it sounded and whatnot, at one time, it would be like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. That's, that's the change that needs to happen is to be man is you need to stand up. That's really interesting that you, you, you talk about that. You know, we talk about our training in the financial field and, and we were always kind of told right from the beginning, Hey, if you've got the, the husband and the wife in front of you, just so you're aware, 95% of advisors will talk to the man and they won't talk to the woman. What you just kind of brought up was sort of some, uh, uh, something that was sort of flipped on its head, you know, oh, because it's the welfare of the children, they're going to focus on, on uh, the woman in the equation as, as opposed to the man. And isn't that, a, isn't that an interesting idea that uh, might just kind of sit there below the surface we don't necessarily think about right, uh, right off the cuff? So uh, 100%. I think it's, it's not those lines of, you know, she does this, he does that. Right. Those have been erased. And if, if, if they are still existing and a family's making it work in that regard, yeah, good on you. Right. But it can't be one of those things that it's all decided by one side. Right. Right. And so, you know, you ask frequently, in my opinion, what is it about, you know, changing the definition of being a man? Yeah. It's, it's not. It's just about stepping off the high horse and using it as a title to be able to accomplish. It doesn't, being called a man doesn't make you better than anyone. Right. 
in some circumstances, it makes it a lot harder. Yeah, it does sometimes. Um, I, I, he changed it. I know you haven't watched all the podcasts or anything, but there's a one thing that we're trying to do at He Changed is um, not necessarily take back the definition of a man, although we want to flesh that out and see what that means because it is different for everybody. And we do want to have some of these, talk about some of these bigger uh, bigger ideals as to what it could mean, like the, what you're talking about. The phrase that we have been talking about wanting to take back, you know, there are different uh, cultures and groups that have taken phrases and taken them back. The one that we're trying to take back is the phrase man up, you know? Yeah. Hey, go man up on this. Well, what does man up mean to you? And 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 for us, what we're trying to to get across is to bring out the idea of manning up is creating awareness, taking responsibility, and and trying to be better, trying to understand where we were, uh, where we are now, where we want to go, and where we are going. And and that's really what um, the new definition of manning up can be. And it doesn't have to do with, you know, uh, some of these, these connotations, these stereotypical connotations that can come into our heads when we think of that phrase. Um, but, but manning up can come to a, almost a, even a higher purpose, I think. And I do think genetically that does speak to many of us. We're wired that way. When you hear something like that, I think it, I think it resonates with a lot of guys. Yeah. I think you're, you're a hundred percent and it's, you know, it's a, it's a term you almost want to be proud of. So if you can bring it to the, to that realm, right. Whereas before when you would hear it, it'd just be like, Oh, right. It just has such a negative context. It's like, no, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Right. I got to man up. Yeah. Suck it in. Yeah. Right. Walk it off. (laughs) Every, every which way. (laughs) <laughs> but it is it's absolutely something that should be on the forefront yeah it's the the cliches that you were founded on being uh a guy right um really is what was a detrimental to a lot of lack of success right because i want to talk about something because i want to be open and honest mm-hmm. um it, it's like oh you're going to take my man card away Mm-hmm. So who has that right? Who 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 was given that right to to create the title and the definition that that they they thought it was? Well, I always go back to uh, just just when I when I look at how women are treated and where they're expected to be, I always go back to the cosmetic industry and the and the fashion industry and whatnot. You know, convincing uh, an entire gender that they should look like. Uh, have certain dimensions or whatever that 99% of them could never achieve anyway. And I always go back to somebody's trying to sell something. And with the man thing, like what you were just talking about, you say, you know, where does that come from? And I always go back to, oh, maybe somebody's trying to sell somebody something. And, and, and that's where it is. But at the end of the day, we got to think bigger than that. Uh, one of the things you said in, as you were um, explaining, very, very articulate. By the way, you're very smooth. Careful with that. <laughs> you uh you said you play you played video games with your seven-year-old daughter that's yeah. amazing what game do you play with her so i don't even you know i'd like to sit here and go i don't know whatever comes up and blah blah <laughs> it's called roblox uh-huh i still learn it's like a virtual world online you connect to different worlds uh and you know all she wanted was uh, to sit there and play with her dad. And I go, why don't you play? And she's like, it's not as much fun without someone. I go, okay. So we got on there and 
she's just like, go do this, do this. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but let's get this done. <laughs> now it's not, you know, every day, all day, we still have work to do. And I want to have a better rounded leg. Sure. But you know, I, and I'm, and this isn't on her, this is on me. I stop at painting nails. I haven't got there yet. I get it. It's okay. But it's not something that uh, I'm on there yet. But do we have tea parties? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I taught her how to make real tea. Right. What? And so it's all, yeah. Oh yeah. She's going to be a good one. But, you know, I also have a 17 year old son and right. they both have different needs. So is it that I go, oh, we go back to the cliche where, okay, mom goes and does the tea parties and, and the dress ups and all that. And then me and my son, we go do the sports and, and everything of that nature. It's like, how does that even make sense anymore? Mm -hmm. I didn't make sense before. I couldn't function that way. That's not fun. I want to see, I want to be part of that of every which way. I want my wife to be part of the sports with my son, right? Mm -hmm. That's what brings the family together. So doesn't mean you have to be a family to be a man and all that kind of stuff. No, but in my world, that's what it represents to me. And it's up to everyone to define for themselves how to better themselves and better the people around them. What are some of the ways that people can go and do that? Like from what I, what I hear you saying is um, where you and Jody um, see the passions with your kids and the interests and the needs that are there, um, you divide them up and, and, and you both kind of get involved in, in, in all of the things. Uh, that's a really, really good way of doing that. I think sometimes that when we think about, you know, what are some of the ways that we can figure out that those sweet spots in life? And I think a big part of it is just even asking the question. But so many people are just, they got their head down and, and things are spinning and they don't take that time to reflect. And, and a big, big uh, theme that has come out so far, uh, and, and part of it is because I keep talking about it, is, uh, is awareness. And, and becoming aware of such things is so important. And I think as, as guys, again, the way that we're, we're genetically wired sometimes is that awareness shows up. And when it, when, it, when it does show up, it serves us well, because then we start questioning things and we start actually paying attention to what we're doing instead of just going through the motions. And um, I don't know about you, but I, get, I see a lot of guys that are in my life that are they are just going through the motions. And many times it's, it's, it's not even, you know, they know what they're doing, but they don't know why they're doing it. Yeah. I think it's a matter of a couple of things. Uh, goal uh, for me, you know, getting back to family. If sure. you're not in a family, if you don't have kids and to each their own, but there's two sides of that. One is uh, me constantly developing to be the person I want to become. Right. Right. And so that, I'm always continuously trying to improve. And that's not saying I'm, I'm bad, right? I no. think I'm a decent person, but I still want to keep evolving, right? right. And, and evolving to what? I don't know. But I know that I have an idea of what I want people to think of me. And not in a superficial way, but the right. ones that are near and dear to me. And so, you know, just having something as simple as uh, my own brand statement. Right. Right. Uh, keeps me focused on that so that you're not doing a hundred different things. So what is that? To, for, for those who don't know what that is, can you explain, can you go into that a little bit? And can you say what it is? Are you, are you yeah, sharing it? Oh, sure. One of my traits is openness, sometimes too much. Um, <laughs> brand statement is just basically a phrase to live by. And for me, 
That's um, I want everyone that <clears throat> everyone that comes into my life, uh, every meeting I have, I want to have a positive impact on them. And so us meeting today, hopefully yep. it's a positive impact, right? Does yep. that necessarily mean it's always feel good? No, because if I have to have a conversation with somebody, you know, at my work or whatnot, mm-hmm. I want them to be, be better because of the conversation. <clears throat> yes. Me. Not necessarily just given praise every which way. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, it, it does. And I think that uh, people take the, the word positive sometimes and they, they, they don't, I think they sometimes pigeonhole it and, and, and they think that it might be, cause I get accused of this sometimes. Um, I, I, I try to have a solution based mindset at all times and I try to do it in a happy way. I try and be as happy as possible. Does it mean that everything is happy and I am looking at life through rose colored glasses? Well, God, no, no. I, you know, spent the first part of the year in Vancouver cause my granddaughter had, had, had cancer. My two year old granddaughter had cancer. So no, yeah. not, not everything is, 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 is roses, but, but at the end of the day, we can take and try and put a positive spin on every encounter that we have, knowing, and we can, we can finish the encounter, even if it's a negative encounter, um, we can put the positive mindset to say, hey, look, I want this um, hard stuff that I'm going through to end up having a positive uh, impact in the end, whatever that looks like, including if... I have to eat a plate of whatever for now, uh, but it's a learning experience, so I don't ever have to eat that plate ever again. Well, I think part of it, you know, you hit it on. So it's it's not looking at everything through rose-colored glasses. That's right. that's the cliche of it. You're understanding the significance of things better. When you go through what you went through, right, and your kids went through, and, and God love that little girl, what she went through. <laughs> yeah. Certainly took a lot of other problems that used to seem bigger, made them a lot smaller, didn't it? Oh, that perspective changed uh, right away. Right so away. Abs- so absolutely. So not only is it, you know, my brand statement, but it's also goals and working towards something so that you're not spreading yourself too thin. So you, and, and the number one thing, you know, the old cliche of don't try to please everyone. You'll please no one. Yeah. So. And, but my goals are my goals, my family's goals are my family goals, and even my wife and our goals are our goals. Right. So there's three levels there. So that's plenty to do, but it also keeps us focused, right? And it also allows me, because the way I'm built, I need structure, it allows me to focus on right. what I need to get things done. So am I constantly searching to go, what does it mean for me to be more manly? No. Right. I just, I'm, I'm happy to wake up next to my wife every day. Yeah. I'm happy my kids are healthy. Uh, I'm happy that her and I are both in, in great jobs and we're able to have food on the table. I'm happy to be part of the community I'm in yep. uh, and, and serve some purpose. But that's not me just being a man. That's me just being a person and a decent human. And I want to go back to your book. And, and, and uh, you're so articulate in that and, and explaining it. You've done such a good job of explaining it. Um, for the fellas out there who, you, you know, you talk about these goals and you've got three levels of goals. And, and um, for, for gentlemen who haven't, um, or, not, or not gentlemen for that matter too, any guys that haven't uh, necessarily gone down that path of, of goal setting, when you talk about three levels of that, that sounds like it could be intimidating. How much time and do you have a guidebook? Um, or a structure 
that you set up what your goals are for? Are they short, medium, long-term? When you talk about these goals, um, how do you identify them? And uh, do you put timeframes to them? What, what does that mean to you, Bib? I think <clears throat> I focus on, so it's not levels in terms of level one, level two, level three. Okay. It's really just goals that I have personally. Like, for example, I want to improve on my golf game. To do that, I know I'll have to go play more golf or take some lessons or, you know, cheat. You got to do now, what you got to do. <laughs> you got to so, do that. <laughs> now, we also have goals as a family, right? What do we want to accomplish this year? And we always talk it about one year and maybe two year perspectives. And then my wife and I have goals that don't include the kids, right? Yeah, you do. And, and do we have a guidebook or anything? No, because when you complicate things, you don't do it. Right. If you have to sit there and go through a 12 step process, it, chances of you reflecting on it and going through it um, and reviewing it are going to happen slim to none. Mm-hmm. Our, we sit down and this was actually uh, an idea that some friends of us uh, gave us on New Year's Day. And we look at our goals from previous year and go, OK, what didn't we achieve that we still want to do? What is now irrelevant because the environment has changed? Uh, and what do we want to add on? To it? And we don't sit here and make a, a hundred list, a uh, hundred item list. We just have a few things we want to get accomplished. It's important to have that because as much as you want to have goals as a family, you still need you and your wife. As right. much as you want to have goals of you and your wife, you still need personal development. Yes. And I'll give you an example is um, we had this uh, recreational property and our neighbors uh, amazing people. Uh, the gentleman, uh, started a brewery and his family came over. Yeah. And it's great beer. And we were discussing, they came over for a barbecue and him and I are hanging out at the barbecue as men do, as men do. Uh, Absolutely. And we're discussing and he's like, he's like, I'm stressed. I'm like, why? He's like, the brewery's going, it's, you know, doing really well, but it's this juggling family and, 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 and work. Yes. I go, yeah, because you have the greatest job a guy could have, <laughs> yes. but you don't have the greatest job a family could have. Uh. And so I asked him, you talk to your wife about your guys at school because she stayed at home with their four kids. So she's full. Yes. Right. I don't know how she does it. And she's yes. amazing. Just an amazing, amazing person. So you're doing all these things and she's with you. She's got your back. She's supportive of you. What are you supportive of her above? What is she trying to accomplish that she doesn't have time for because you're too busy achieving your goals? Because I pretty much uh, guarantee if you ask her, if you could have a nine to five job that pays decently uh, or this job, which would she rather you have? Pretty sure the answer is. Sure. So, so that's where the whole balance comes in, right? right? And it's not spreading yourself too thin as long as you're focused and you don't have too crazy a list. So is it a complicated process? No. Just sit down, grab a piece of paper or a computer and say, how am I going to better myself? And then also, if your significant other is doing the same thing, you better well make sure you're there to support her doing that as well. Everything she wants. And, and this communication, you know, it sounds so simple. In many ways, it really, really is that simple. 
Um, I don't know that we have been taught that, say, in high school, you know, and, and, and what, you're, what you're talking about just makes so much sense. It's not a, uh, an ideological perspective. It's just a communication perspective is really what it is. It's, it's sitting down and kind of doing a little bit of self-reflection and, and, then, and then joining with the people that are important that are in your sphere and uh, mm-hmm. reflecting together, too. I, I, I was always taught early on um, in my I would say from a personal development standpoint, um, you divide your life in a quadrant and there's four or in, into four quadrants, I should say. Uh, I don't know how you divide your life into one quadrant. I don't know if you do that or not, but, uh, but, but you got four, four quadrants and, and, and one of them is uh, your personal goals. One of them is your family goals. Uh, so your personal goals would be like your golf game or, or, or getting good at a hobby, whatever family goals might be. We want to travel this year. The, we want to have a date night every week, whatever that might be. Uh, you've got your spiritual goals, your spiritual goals or whatever. Sometimes it includes religion. Sometimes it includes, um, you know, uh, uh, different personal, personal development or, or whatever, whatever spiritual means to that particular person. And then you've got your physical body, your physical uh, and, 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 if you if if either one of those quadrants ever gets too big or too small, uh, your life goes out of balance. Um, you know, if your personal includes your work life, well, I mean, if you make it all about your work life and your work life becomes that the the biggest yeah. quadrant, the other three suffer. And and keeping that balance is really really important. Um, that was that's kind of how I do it. And if I need to go back to square one, I, I kind of look at those four areas and and. Uh, and think about goals and think about things to look towards. The other thing about having goals, isn't it, isn't it cool when you aim yourself at something? Like, I know when I leave the house um, and I don't have uh, either a destination in mind or a goal for that day in mind, I'm aimless. But if I've been thinking about something that I want uh, to achieve, uh, an opportunity, whatever that is, and if I focus on that opportunity before I leave the house, and one of those opportunities I happen to walk into it, I recognize it right away. Whereas if I'm not, if I'm aimless, I just wonder how many opportunities kind of buzz by my head um, throughout a day because I'm just unaware. Yeah, no, you're, you're hands down, you know, and teach their own. I believe in the power of putting it out to the universe. And when you're absolutely certain of something, opportunity will come. Um, you know, when my wife, when Joey and I met, uh, we took our first kind of couples uh, trip out to our lovely Okanagan area here. Yeah. We spent a week together and we kind of set the rules saying if somebody wants to, you know, if we need to spend some time apart and what not, great. We didn't spend a moment apart uh, besides bathroom breaks. And <laughs> we just, I knew it there that I happy, my, I'm happiest when we're hanging out and we're traveling and everything. And we on our last day we went and got a breakfast sandwich and we found a little spot um this little park that is on the water we're enjoying our breakfast sandwich and i look to the right of me and this old gentleman comes out of the back of his house with the classic Norman rockwell dog <laughs> and he goes with a cup of coffee to start working on this truck this old school uh, apple truck and i looked over to my then girlfriend now wife and i'm like i don't know the first thing about fixing a truck but that's what i want she goes yeah that was pretty cool you know and that was always the vision i had in my my head to remind me that we're going to move here at some point right fast forward eight years uh 
And by circumstance, because we were so focused on it, we went to we went to Belize. This is a uh, real first world problems. And while we were there, it reminded us of the Okanagan, and to the point where my wife was talking about moving. And we had like we both had really great jobs in in Calgary where we were. Mm-hmm. And on the flight back, she had to she she was ahead of me with my daughter. Uh, I was taking a later flight uh, from Toronto where our layover was. But she's texting me. She's sending me uh, job postings in the Okanagan. I'm like, hang on, just let me get home. Sure thing. Next morning, go to work, get back to Calgary, go to work. Mm-hmm. I get let go. Uh, so I get laid off and I call her and she's like, you okay? I'm like, no, I just got laid off. You know, downsizing, whatever excuses. Mm-hmm. And, she's, and she, there was not one bit of remorse from her. She's like, I guess we're moving. <laughs> sure enough. And that vision came true. So we're in a house that overlooks water and it's exactly, do I have a truck yet? No, because I got work to do, but sure. The dog and, and it's exactly that. So now what happened, Mike, is what's the next thing? Because we had this big, grandiose idea for so long. It came true. So you can't forget about the next big thing. We have these little projects that we're going, you know, um, we're talking uh, home improvement, renovation, all these different things. But in the grand scale of it, those are little projects. So yes. now what? And those are the discussions we start having. And is that something that we sit down and have, you know, over a drink or two? Not at all. And some for some, it does happen. Because it's just like you both spark on the same idea. It's like, well, it has to be. But it comes through discussion saying, what is next for us? I think that that is um, amazing perspective. Um, I want to, man, if we had more time, we could unpack a lot more of this. The good news about this is that like, you're one of the guys that's in the, he changed it app. You're in the community. Like there are guys who, you know, they would get roadblocked at any number of things that you just discussed. If they didn't have some, some, some self self awareness, you know, you're coming back mm-hmm. from Toronto and you're getting a call from your girl. Hey, let's move. Oh, come on. Just let me, let me get home. Let me get home. You know, sometimes that disrupts you get home yeah. you get laid off. I mean, sometimes that's where the, that's where the sentence ends for, for, for guys. Cause they're hijacked at that point, you know? Yeah. And, and I, and I understand that maybe that happened a little bit at the beginning, but, but when you put it into the overall narrative, that was a small footnote that actually ended up to you being in a much, much better place towards what you call the grandiose goal. Um, and, and with He Changed It, what we've been talking about is, 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 is how guys are going to be part of this app um, and, and, and how guys will become vulnerable to each other in this. At the end of the day, we as guys, we want to bring something that we have and we want to maybe take something that we need. Um, what you have in that, what you just said there is an incredible mindset. And I appreciate so much how you're able to share that uh, so articulately. And I, I appreciate the fact that you're in in the app because yeah. I think I hear what you just said there and, and boy, oh boy, my life does not seem nearly as, as claustrophobic as it may have before I heard you say that. Um, and you made it sound easy and it's not necessarily easy. It's not like you haven't gone through struggles. Um, you know, I, I think about, I think about one of the kids and, and, and finding, making sure you had that perfect school. And I don't know if you want to go into that or not. Yeah. Uh, on I'm this, but, happy but, but as you're, as you're coming to the Okanagan, it's not like everything is perfect. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got struggles to take care of too, right? I think it's, you know, you say your problems uh, you've had, and like, uh, and I don't want this to sound too horrible, but we're all broken. Yeah. Right. 
and we're all constantly trying to fix ourselves. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we are. Well, we're, yeah. <laughs> right. If you, if you, if you want to create something and, and leave the world a better place than you found it, you need to do your part. Your app, um, he changed it. It isn't for me to be on, like, I didn't go on it going, Hey, let me help. I'm, I'm wherever you need me. And if I can be for sure. Right. But at the same time, it's just as much for people like me who are always looking, you know, uh, how can I better myself? Sometimes it's as, it's, it's as little as here, seeing an inspirational quote, right. Pop up. It's as simple as going, okay, I need, uh, I need to work out. I need to get in better shape. You know, as you say, the way of putting things sounds so simple. Of course it is. So it's working out. If I wrote you down how to, how to get in better shape and, you know, we all know <laughs> you go to yeah. the gym or yeah. you start lifting weights and start running, you'll yep. be in better shape. Yep. Why aren't most more of us in better shape? Right. Yep. It's, it's the effort involved in doing it. Um, with the goals and stuff, sometimes you have to go to a dark place and, and reveal some stuff about you that you didn't like. Right. In order to, again, fix it. The app helps you with that because I feel like there's, um, you know, I can't talk to my significant other about every single thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not that I can't talk to her about it. It's just, it might not be a complete understanding, but to have a community on this app. And I already can tell just from the discussions I have about, Hey, what suggestions do you have? You know, it right. can go somewhere. So, but it also takes a community, doesn't it? Right. Yes. To enable each other. Yes. Because then, you know, you're a wise man. Uh, but I don't think you have all the answers. Oh. So in there, you know, between a lot of different guys on there, um, looking after each other and having that circle of trust and truth and, and, and confidentiality, you know, you're able to work out some things. Um, my son, more than I'm okay talking, um, you know, he was diagnosed very early uh, with uh, um, uh, epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And it caused cognitive delays, so he wasn't learning as fast. So we put a buttload of money into a private school uh, in Calgary that pretty much two years ago, when he's going into grade 10, yep. we're like, we can't serve him anymore. He's not learning at the pace he should. And we're like, why didn't you tell us this many years ago when we could have put the effort in? So it was discerning for that, for sure. Now, the light at the end of the tunnel is we found a school in the Okanagan that will give them a little bit more specialized help. You know, it was another sign that's saying, you need to come here. (laughs) So where we were worried about not being able to support them in that way. So it's like, okay, now we have to give up our goal because our son and we're more than happy to do that because our kids are everything, right? But then we were able to find a school. And then it was like, well, where's our daughter gonna go? She's a dean, she can go anywhere. Okay, well, great. So everything just kind of, fell into place. Why? Because we had this such a driving force. That yes. was a, a goal of my wife and I, right? Now, also in those decisions was the goals of me. Do I, am I able to still accomplish some of the goals I want? Right. Yeah, because mine's more related to development, not geography, right? Yeah. And the cool thing is coming here, we develop new goals. So it's not, and goals to a certain extent, become cliche it's just what do you want to accomplish right Right. you can say i want a million dollars but if somebody comes to me and says uh what are your goals i want i want a million dollars to do what 
Because exactly. if you have a million dollars in the bank or one dollar in the bank, what's that going to do for you? Yes. What would you yes. do with that money? Okay. Now start putting the plan together. Um, I, I what comes to me a little bit too with what you're talking about is that, and this is for the guys that you know. We believe it or not, we're actually at a place where we're going to start wrapping up here. Um, I told you it was going to go quick. Wow. Um, but what you were talking about, you know, brings up the phrase to me that old that old uh, adage. Sometimes a blessing comes like a kick in the teeth, you know. And yeah. and um, there are people who, unfortunately, they grow up in a place where their vision is so staggeringly limited. You know, um, they they grow up in a place where they think they're trapped. When if they just lived, literally, if they're in a big city, thirty-seven blocks that way. You know, they live 40 blocks that way. Um, their, their, their entire existence would be completely different. But they're so, uh, you know, I used the word claustrophobic before. They're so closed in that, that the idea of moving even 37 blocks is, 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 is too big of an undertaking to even imagine. And I, I think about, you know, somebody who wants to live somewhere else. You guys are in a, in a different part of the country. Uh, you want to live in the Okanagan, which makes a lot of sense. And if, if you know, for our viewers who don't know where, where we're from yet, uh, the Okanagan Valley in Canada is, is, is some would say the crown jewel of, 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 of Canada in many ways. I certainly would. Uh, but that seems so big. And then suddenly, okay, you know, special needs child and layoff and and these things that sometimes people just get so oh man hijacked by um you've, sure. you you kind of looked at it and said okay well how does this fit into the overall goal how can we make a bigger goal happen um because of these things that happen and and again sometimes the blessing comes like a kick in the teeth and and uh i think it, isn't it all just to close up here isn't it all just a matter of perspective i think when you understand what the important things are you know, my earliest recollections uh, of our family are sleeping on the floor, right? Mm -hmm. It was dad, mom, brother, brother, and me. And understanding that those are the important ones. We, we didn't know we were doing without. So if you can't, um, and I'm as well, I don't think of myself as better than anyone. I don't think of myself uh, as less than anyone. Right. right. That's not what it's about. No, I think it's a matter of if you if you really truly want to accomplish something, you don't make the excuses of why. The why the why you can't do it is really more just because you don't want to do it. Right. So you don't even accept the idea that it's not possible at that point. I don't think impossible with with the amount of things that we've seen and we've been able to accomplish. It, it's like you know, when my son was growing up, he's like, no, it's impossible. I'm like, if somebody's done it, it's not impossible. Right. Right. He's like, well, can I dunk? I'm like, okay, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I keep buying pairs of Air Jordans because I know one of them is going to make be that stuff that allows me to be able to dunk. I know it. If you, if you glue them together, you'll oh. be tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, I'll, I'll look into that. <laughs> awesome. Um, you know, I just appreciate you so much and it's, it's, it's fun here. Um, you know, waxing philosophical, um, you, you have, have come off, uh, as a, as, as Yoda esque, and I don't know, if there's a, <laughs> I don't know if there's a bigger compliment I can give somebody, uh, considering that. my, my affection for the star Wars. Uh, I love the star Wars a lot. Um, but, uh, thank you so much for, 
for taking time to share some of your insights. Um, Thank you. Uh, here on the podcast, but also in the app. And we do appreciate that uh, as we as we are building this. I know Candy uh, has a huge regard for you. Um, and, and she would say, you know, she probably regards you more than, 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 than she regards me sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you would be her favorite too. I know that I, please, please take her regards, uh, from me as well. Absolutely. Um, and gratefulness that you are part of this journey, uh, with us and with, he changed it and all of these things. We just appreciate the heck out of you. I can't wait till the next time I get a chance to see you in the flesh and we get to hang out and yeah, talk a little wrestling. Uh, but Bib, thank you for being part of the He Changed It community. For those out there who want to uh, who want to uh, interact with Bib, he is part of that community. If you want to help us beta test it, like I said, go to hechangedit.com. We are in a in an amazing place right now because there's so many things that are going to be built into the app. But this magical time is when people come in and say, "Hey, well, what about this?" And they come up with an idea that we haven't thought of yet. Yeah. And uh, when I say we, I mean Candy and Shannon. They're the ones doing and Joel <laughs> and Joel. They're the ones doing the real work. Um, but Bib, I just appreciate you so much. And uh, do you have anything that you want to say before we sign off? Oh, the feeling is absolutely uh, mutual. Uh, the feelings I have for you and Candice. Um, no, I will. You'll see me in the app. Please let me know if I'm being too much. <laughs> Not uh, possible. But I will be taking just as much, uh, and hopefully contributing as well so thank you for having me on it's been it was quick yeah <laughs> but i really i sure i really enjoyed myself uh, and it was really good to catch up with you mike i appreciate it. it won't be the last time um we've got so many uh so many rabbit holes that we could go way way deep down this was <laughs> just sure. a preliminary one and uh just appreciate the heck out of you buddy thank you so much uh bib battelle thank you for taking time out of your day I don't know if I got anything else to say except for we just appreciate everything that you all are doing, uh, those in the He Changed It community. If this is your first time kind of seeing what it is that we do, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on Spotify or on Apple or you're watching on the YouTube video. The uh, video uh, uh, videos that we put up on YouTube are just clips of the podcast. You can watch the podcast in long form on Apple or Spotify on your favorite devices. HeChangedIt.com, beta test underway. Thank you so much for being a part of this. For HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It, I am Mike Chisholm. Have a fantastic day.